Carmi Levy is here, our News Talk 1010 tech expert. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. I promise I will not swear. Ever. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um, hackers have uh, apparently gained access to 23andMe, and I've heard about this story previously, but I guess there's there's new wrinkles to it. And, you know, somebody getting your email address and your home phone number is one thing. Somebody having access to your DNA is really extraordinary. Yeah, you know, you can change your password, you can change other identifying information, but you can't change your DNA information. And uh, unfortunately, when you sign up for a service like 23andMe, you, you, know, you swab the saliva, you send it in, they have your DNA. That's part of the data package that was apparently compromised here. And you're not changing that. That is about as close to the core of who you are as, as you will ever get. Uh, and so this this breach, which, yeah, you're right, was we first heard about it in October. The company said it wasn't that big of a deal. It was contained to a small fraction of its use. Users, all that good, you know, PR friendly stuff. Now we're hearing that it's all, it was a lot worse. 6.9 million of their customers uh, were compromised. It started with what's called a credential stuffing attack, where data that was breached in other attacks was used to initially gain access to certain users, and then they used the connections between users because you you, you get a you get a you, you sign up for this, and then of course you suggest all your friends, your family members, you give them away as Christmas gifts. Uh, and so they kind of went through the data and eventually ended up with 6.9 million of them. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's, it's sort of, it's, it's almost like the worst of the worst. There are breaches, there are hacks, their data is compromised all the time, but it doesn't get worse than personal DNA information like this. And we've been saying for years that these services are a significant uh, cybersecurity and privacy risk. And now we have the proof. And there's a gentleman in BC, not named yet, but he has filed a claim for a class action lawsuit. And he's asking other people, if you've ever signed up for this service and you think you're included in this, sign on. This is going to be big. And it's, uh, it's going to play out over a number of months because really, uh, we should have seen this coming. Something I find fascinating, Carmi, is we're so paranoid about our personal identity information, and yet we give it all away all the time. Like most people don't appreciate when you're on Facebook and it says your prostitute name is the street you grew up on and your first dog. And of course, that's likely the key to breaking your password. Exactly. All these uh, these memes, these surveys, uh, they ask us questions that align with those challenge security questions that we uh, submit to any site as a form of second degree authentication. So, you know, in addition to your password, you will be asked those questions. Who is your your favorite teacher? What street did you grow up on? Your mom's maiden name? Things like that. And we don't think about it because these attacks have been socially engineered in such a sophisticated way that we simply don't recognize the risks, despite the fact that I seem to be screaming it over and over, mm. obviously no one's listening. And it's incredibly frustrating because you see it all the time. And even when you bring it up, and I make a point of doing that, if I see someone engaging in that kind of behavior in social media, I will call them on it. But then, you know, two weeks later, they're doing exactly the same thing. We seem to be so enamored of, you know, participating, not being left out, fear of, be of missing out, uh, that we don't recognize that underneath the surface, we are just all basically being conned. And my stripper name actually would be Zach Mayfair. But let's keep moving, because <laughs> I didn't use that in any of my passwords. Uh, there's another story today about how governments may be spying on smartphone notifications. How so? 
uh, U.S. Senator has, uh, Ron Wyden has sent a letter to the, to the Department of Justice, basically saying that um, he he suspects and he's received tips uh, that foreign officials from other friendly democratic countries are demanding data from Google and Alphabet, and that data is being collected every time you and I get a notification on our on our smartphones or related smart devices, so smart watches, tablets, things like that. Um, Google and Apple collect information on that notification. They know what app it's from they have other pieces of identifying data and they store it and apparently all of that notification information is being requested by foreign governments as part of spying investigations uh they are saying that often it's to connect user activity to uh, secure messaging apps like telegram or signal um, and it's being used in spycraft and and uh, in some cases criminal investigations uh apple and google uh, basically say that they see this as an opportunity to be more more transparent. But what really bothers me here is that these companies have not said anything about this before. They weren't transparent up until now. They were, uh, they're being now accused of sharing this information with governments and we didn't know about it. Now they're going to be updating their transparency privacy uh, policies. This is an issue. And I think when you're, when you're, when you wake up and after you have your first coffee, take a look at your phone, look at the notifications that you're getting and recognize that they could be putting you at risk as well. And maybe think about pairing some of those back a little bit because maybe we don't want the government knowing so much about us. Maybe we don't want the government sharing so much information with other governments about what we're doing on our phones. And apparently, who knew notifications really are a bit of a security risk. Thank you, sir. Nice to have you on a Friday morning. Great for you, John. Thanks. That's our tech expert, Carmi Levy.